Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. It is on this holiday of sorts, national holiday-ish, July the 5th. It is Greeny this morning on ESPN Radio, ESPN Plus, the ESPN app, and your smart speaker, Chris Carlin, in for Greeny today at 888-729-3776, 888-SAY-ESPN. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline, and as always, Greeny on ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Later in the show, why social media is becoming a major, major issue for one of the top picks in this past year's NFL draft, but we begin with the weekend that was a nightmare for the New York Yankees. They found a way to salvage a game against the Mets after two disastrous losses, getting absolutely pounded on Saturday, and then on Sunday in game one of the doubleheader after a Friday night rainout, they end up blowing a 5-4 lead as Aroldis Chapman just absolutely continues to be lost, lost in every single way. Aaron Boone has to consider everything when it can, when it comes to the closers role with the Yankees right now. I'll consider a number of things, you know, green, low, uh, Chapman, you know, those would be conversations that we have, you know, but we may not have that option Tuesday with, you know, if <laughs> greeny and lower, you know, could be down. So we'll have those conversations and try and do what's best for the team and, and for those individuals. Translation, he's out of the closers role, and he has to be at this point. And it's going to really raise the bigger issue at this point for the Yankees, who sit 10 games out, 10 games out in the American League East and five and a half out of the wild card. If you're looking at their situation objectively, are they really worth saving at this point? And the answer is a clear-cut no. It is astounding that they find themselves in this position, yet they still believe that there is something left. Take a look at what lies ahead. A trip out west against the Mariners for the next few days who actually have a better record than the Yankees. The Seattle Mariners actually have a better record than the Yankees. Then they go to Houston. That'll be easy. The Astros, of course, as usual, one of the very best teams in all of baseball, if not the best, by record only a game or two behind. And they are terrific. And then you start the second half with 8 out of 10 against the Red Sox. And don't forget about the Rays either. There's not much left here but the carcass, to be honest. And if you're going to try to take this and just throw money at the problem and add to try to save this season, it's more than just that. It is the fact that this team has been poorly constructed from the get-go. And you've had a general manager in place for 22 years now who has, over the last several put together a team that is capable of winning 90, 95 games, and that's about it. Not much in the postseason, because that always seems to be when the Yankees' flaws get exposed. But this year, it's happened during the regular season. You know, we talk about analytics and how they have tried to take that full head-on approach toward analytics. And what has happened? Well, the team that does it better than anybody else in baseball is the Houston Astros. 
You don't hear the Houston Astros talk a whole lot about the three true outcomes. The home run, the walk, or the strikeout when it comes to at-bats. You hear the Yankees talk about that quite a bit. They lead the league. They are right up top in the number of strikeouts for a team. They're right near the top. Yet, when it comes to runs scored, they are toward the bottom of the league in that category. Of Major League Baseball, in fact. Look at Houston. Houston is a team that does everything right offensively. They lead in runs scored. Uh, you know, the Yankees uh, struggle when it comes to runs scored, but they still hit home runs. They still get runners on base. The Astros do the same. They do all those things. They have an OPS of 794, yet they don't strike out. Contact is actually a thing, whether or not analytics would lead you to believe that it isn't. It actually is important. It's not just about three true outcomes. So here the Yankees are headfirst into this, and they're not doing it well. And at some point when you're spending over $200 million, if the best solution to your problems at being just a game over 500 is to throw more money at the problem, when you are a minus 11 in run differential on the season, when the Red Sox have scored nearly 100 runs more than you have. Think about that. 100 runs more than you have, almost. And they've only played two more games than you have. If that's the only solution, then you have a much bigger problem. And you have to look at how things have been constructed over the last several years to get you to this point. Their minor league system does not seemingly have a whole lot of answers for it. They don't have guys who are ready to come up and make an immediate impact. Remember, it was actually considered important a few weeks ago to bring up a career minor leaguer, 27-year-old first baseman who is having a good season in AAA to bring him up after spending the entirety of his career in the minor leagues. 27. This is where they've gotten to. So doesn't that raise the bigger issue here? Doesn't that show that maybe, just maybe, this group is not worth saving when you have this many problems? You've relied on pitching that has done a good job for you, but at the same time, you've asked uh, two pitchers in particular to be your numbers two and three starters, one of whom in Corey Kluber has pitched 35 innings the last two years, and what do you know, is out until at least September, and there seems to be mystery about if he can even return by then, and Jamison Tyon, who just hasn't been that good, also hadn't pitched in two years. You're asking so, so much. And now Garrett Cole is really struggling, and so is Aroldis Chapman, both probably not so coincidentally since the sticky stuff crackdown has begun. Major issues all the way around as the Yankees head out west. I think we understand what's at stake, and I think we understand what the hole we've dug for ourselves, and we understand the importance of every game. And, uh, you know, we got to go play well. We understand that. We've talked about it a lot. So 
we're going out west with a lot on the line. Yeah, that hole that you've dug is pretty much the equivalent of Bruce Wayne trying to climb out of the hole that Bane stuck him in. And the Dark Knight Rises. You're not coming back from that. You're not coming back from that. So in terms of the construction and what to do moving forward, that's the big issue. The trade deadline will be incredibly large for the Yankees, but how? Adding or subtracting and adding for the future? We get into that in moments with our MLB insider, Buster Olney, who, of course, was on part of the call last night with Alex Rodriguez and Matt Vesgersian of the Yankees and Mets. That in just moments on Greeny, presented by Progressive Insurance, with insurance for cars, homes, boats, motorcycles, RVs, and commercial vehicles at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. So much more to tackle, including the big names that will be available during the trade deadline. And where does MLB go with Trevor Bauer right now? Buster Olney joins us next on Greeny on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. The NBA and Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Regular season MVP all day long. Postseason MVP, not so much. Get inside the biggest stories. Plus, the insiders come here to tell you what to expect next. He had the best half of basketball he probably's had in 16 years. The NBA is on. Keyshawn J. Will and Zubin. Tomorrow starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio, ESPN2, and on the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Greeny today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Greeny, G-R-E-E-N-Y. Hard to argue when you watch 
a complete mess over the weekend that was actually salvaged, but difficult to be fooled by what happened with just one win. It is Chris Carlin in for Greeny today on ESPN Radio and ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance, and all guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. That is where we are headed right now for some Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. We welcome in MLB insider Buster Olney, who joins us. He, of course, uh, had the Yankees and Mets last night on the Sunday night broadcast. And, Buster, it's amazing when you watch what has transpired with the Yankees this season and how quickly it has gotten away from them. But if you really look at the last couple of years, it shouldn't be all that surprising because they've been as inconsistent as they have. So is the next 10 to 12 days pretty much the Yankees' season in your estimation? Oh, there's no question about it. I mean, when you look at the schedule ahead of them, uh, you know, they play Seattle for three games, and the Mariners have been playing well lately. They've actually passed the Yankees in the American League standings. Then they play the Astros, and then eight of their first 10 games out of the All-Star break are against the Boston Red Sox, a team they haven't beaten yet this year. And so while, you know, Hal Steinbrenner said last week in speaking with reporters that he has no thought at all about being sellers, we might get to the morning of July 26th, that Monday after the, the second Red Sox series, and there'd be no question that they would be sellers. I mean, when you look at their deficit of 10 games right now, uh, there's only been one time in their entire history when they've overcome that to win a division or league, and that was in 1978. So they've run out of, you know, as I said on the broadcast last night, they've run out of lifeline. Buster, when being around them this weekend, what's your biggest takeaway as their biggest problem? What has been the biggest hindrance to their success? Well, I think, uh, it's so multifaceted, it's remarkable. I mean, they actually, you know, since the sticky uh, stuff began to go away uh, and that crackdown happened, they've been better offensively. And it's interesting, but in talking with executives around baseball, they do feel like that there's some hitters who fit the profile of guys who would get better after that happened, Gary Sanchez being one of those. But the, and the offense has gotten better, but here's the problem <laughs> – since the sticky stuff cracked down, their bullpen has gotten worse, and in particular, to Roldis Chapman. I mean, I have no idea the next time the Yankees have a save situation what they're going to do with Chapman. In, in his first 23 innings this year, he allowed one run. In his last five and two-thirds innings, he's allowed 14 runs. And, and as Aaron Boone uh, took him out of the game yesterday, it's very interesting that you know, Chapman, after you know, three guys get on base against him after Alonso hits the home run, uh, you know, he kind of was going to walk off the mound head down, but Boone stopped him and said something to him. And I presume, look, you're our guy. We need you. But given the, the struggles he's had with his fastball command, I think that's going to be a, uh, you know, that, that's going to be a, a work in progress. I mean, we do wonder, you know, is Chapman one of those guys who maybe – he didn't weaponize the sticky stuff, but maybe he needed it to help control his fastball. ESPN MLB insider Buster Olney joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Chris Carlin in for Greeny. So when you look forward and we get past that Red Sox series, are the Yankees going to be sellers? And if so, to what level will they be sellers? <laughs> Yeah, and that's a great question because it's easy for, you know, knuckleheads like me to sit here and say, well, they don't have a chance. According to fan graphs, they have a 6% chance of making the postseason, and it makes sense that they would be sellers. 
here's the thing. When you look at their roster and what would potentially be available, there's not a lot there to market in season, right? The Chicago Cubs, if they turn out to be sellers, they're going to be like a one-stop shop for all contenders. They're going to have tons of people on Craig Kimbrell. They'll have people on Chris Bryant, like the Mets. Uh, you know, They'll have people on uh, Javier Baez and on Anthony Rizzo. With the Yankees, there's not necessarily a lot of stuff that they can be out there marketing. Yeah, I, you know, I, Joel Sherman wrote a really interesting column, uh, I think it was about 10 days ago, about the idea of the Yankees marketing Aaron Judge. General managers say all the time that if you're going to market a premium position player uh, before, uh, you know, more than a year before free agency, the best time to trade that player is in the winter time, and that probably, you know, would be the best time for the Yankees to seriously explore that if they wind up, you know, being sellers. I'm sure Brian Cashman will indicate to other teams, look, we're open to offers, uh, and maybe he would say we're open to offers even on Aaron Judge. But it's hard to imagine some team stepping up in a big way in the middle of a regular season and giving them what they want when they would have the opportunity to talk to more teams in wintertime. This MLB Weekend Recap brought to you by Credit Karma. Visit creditkarma.com slash winmoney to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Credit Karma money progress starts here. Buster, where do we stand right now as we flip to some other topics with MLB Trevor Bauer and the woman who has made accusations against him. Yeah, and it's going to be an important four days here. Major League Baseball intends to speak with that woman. They've been in contact uh, with her lawyer. Um, you know, we'll see if that takes place. There have been times in the past uh, when they've had a similar situation, and in the end the conversation hasn't taken place. So we'll see. They're looking into Trevor Bauer's history you know, to see if there have been other incidents like this. They would really like to talk to Trevor Bauer at some point, but you know, Chris, he's under criminal investigation. And anything that he says to Major League Baseball would be subject to subpoena. So there's a, you know, it would seem to be a decent chance that he would bypass that conversation. And you know, last uh, Friday when they put him on administrative leave, uh, I, I think that was just a, a, you know, a stopgap to try to address it in the moment. We've seen time and again with other players when they have pending legal situations that that seven-day administrative leave turns out to be indefinite, and they extend it, and it goes on a really long time before there's resolution. Uh, you know, if I'm just speculating based on the information in front of us, I think it's going to be a long time before Trevor Bauer pitches the big leagues again. How, how does the Players Association handle this right now, Buster? What's their involvement? Well, of course, they and Major League Baseball were collaborative in forming this domestic violence policy. So as they go through this, you know, the seven-day administrative leave, the, the union has to sign off on that. Uh, if there's a conversation later in the week about extending the administrative leave, you know, perhaps indefinitely, the union would have to sign off on that. At some point, uh, if Trevor Bauer uh, pushes back and said, I'm not going to accept that, then the union – at that point, is uh, is obligated to represent his interest and perhaps take it to an arbitrator. ESPN MLB insider Buster Olney joining us on the Goodyear Hotline on Greeny. Chris Carlin filling in for Greeny today. All right, Buster, what else has got you intrigued now as we're one way away, one week away from the All Star break? Uh, as far as teams that you know are going to be looking to be buyers and teams that are going to look to be sellers. I mentioned the Cubs. You know, the fact that they've hemorrhaged games in the standings the last two weeks, they have plummeted 
uh, far behind the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, you know, the other day, I think it was Friday morning when I last checked, and Fangraphs had their chance for making the postseason at 13%. Look, I think their ownership was absolutely prepared going into the year to be midseason sellers. You know, they had the burst of success in May. Their offense came back. But now that they're drifting back, I mean, that, that place, I think they've got 15 or 16 pending free agents, which makes it really easy for them to try to, you know, flip some of those guys for value. So that'll be, um, I would expect, the most active team in terms of selling. In terms of adding, I'm really intrigued about the Mets. You know, we know that their owner, Steve Cohen's all in in a way that the ownership hasn't been in the past. With the Lindor deal, it really demonstrated that. Their focus has been on adding a starting pitcher. Uh, and the way that the, you know, and if you look at their team, they could go for an upgrade at third base. But the way that market is playing out, I think, Chris, that in the end, the market will come to them. In other words, there are more potential sellers among third basemen. You know, you read last week about the Twins and Josh Donaldson. They, I'm sure, would love to get rid of his contract. Uh, we mentioned Chris Bryant. There are not a lot of teams out there looking for third basemen. So I think late, before the July 30th deadline, um, some team is going to present itself with a deal for a third baseman for them. I think they'll be more aggressive in looking for a starting pitcher right now. From what I understand, the prices you know are basically 150 cents in the dollar uh, on guys like Kyle Gibson. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. When you look at the rest of that division, though, with the Braves and the Nationals uh, just not being consistent all season long. Have the Mets been fortunate and, as a result, maybe not taken enough advantage of the fact that those two teams haven't played well? It's, it's a fascinating question. Um, you know, you really can look at the Mets season to date, you know, either glass half full or glass half empty, depending on how you want to look at it. If you want to go glass half full, you can go, wow, their offense is stunk, basically. Uh, they've had a ton of injuries. Michael Conforto's not really back up to swing since coming off the I.L. Jeff McNeil's still finding his way and yet they're in first place. And on the other hand, look, the Braves have had devastating injuries, and they lost Marcelo Zuna uh, to you know, his domestic violence situation. Uh, you know, they've, they've had their challenges. The Phillies just haven't gotten better again. Uh, the Nationals got off to a terrible start, and you're right. If you want to go glass half empty, you can say, boy, the, the Mets had a chance to put this division to bed, and they haven't done it. Buster Olney joining us, MLB Insider. You know, I, I absolutely love watching the National League West race right now. And while I love the wild card, and you would expect the two teams that don't win the division to be the wild card, an awfully good team is going to be out after one game this postseason if that plays out. Buster, what do you see in terms of the three teams with the Giants, Dodgers, and Padres as what they could potentially do before the deadline to try to strengthen what already is uh, very good rosters for each of the three. Yeah, we mentioned the Mets and how the Mets uh, have demonstrated, look, they're going to be aggressive. I think the same thing is true for the Padres. They are all in on this season, right? Uh, And so if we get to the deadline and there's something available that they feel like can be difference-making, I think they'll move. But I tell you what, the Giants have been the sleeping Giants, and they are the sleeping giant in this trade market because they have all these expiring contracts of guys who, you know, were part of the, the, the championship run. You know, last year for Brandon Crawford, last year for Brandon Belt, uh, only one more year for Buster Posey. So they have a ton of payroll flexibility uh, moving forward. And if they want to flex that muscle, that opportunity is going to be there for them. 
Um, you know, they've done a great job of finding uh, pieces and getting some of those veterans back. But they, to me, are a really dangerous team. And while the Dodgers historically have been the most aggressive team in baseball at the trade deadline, you know, trading for you Darvish one year, trading for Manny Machado another year, you do wonder uh, if they'll uh, – the fact that they won the World Series last year is going to affect their aggressiveness. Uh, you know, feeling like, look, uh, you know, we, we've gotten it done. We've already got the highest payroll in baseball. Do we really need to step up? Um, and I do would say this about the Dodgers. I think even without Trevor Bauer, they're good enough to win. Um, you know, they have enough depth. And, and let's face it, we're asking questions about Trevor Bauer and what he would be on the mound moving forward anyway without the sticky stuff. Because since the crackdowns happened, he just hasn't been nearly as effective. Last one, Buster. Who is the one player that come the middle of July to the end of July that we'll, we will be talking about the most player or pitcher who will be in the most demand come the trade deadline? Craig Kimbrell, the Cubs closer. Uh, I, I think, uh, you, know, you know, it's interesting. There's very specific markets and limited markets for position players. Everybody can use a reliever. And the team I'm watching most closely with Craig Kimbrell, the Boston Red Sox. You know, had him before, Alex Cora had him before. The Red Sox have been excellent with their bullpen. Uh, they've been the surprise team in baseball this year, no question about it. Uh, and if they want to go for the jugular, you know, adding Kimbrell when he's throwing so well uh, w- would absolutely be a you know, great addition. But I'm sure that they're going to have competition for him. It, when the dust settles and we look at all the Cubs' trades that they make, the most return I think they're going to get on uh, for any player is going to be Kimbrell because not only is under contract for this year, but he's got a club option for next year, and I'm sure that would be attractive for anybody to get a one-year obligation on a, a really effective reliever. Buster, as usual, awesome insight. Thanks so much for the time. I appreciate it, Chris. Good to talk with you. To Buster Olney, our ESPN MLB insider, bringing us the Straight Talk. Brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Interesting that Kimbrel, he believes, will be the one that is most uh, in demand come the trade deadline. Another name that you think would be there, too, is Jose Barrios of the Twins as well. Well, over the weekend, we found out who our NBA final matchup Uh, will feature and it will be the Phoenix Suns who of course got there last week and the Milwaukee Bucks who wrapped it up in six over the Atlanta Hawks this past weekend as Trey Young came back but did not have nearly enough and you know the Bucks are so interesting because they enter this as a heavy uh, underdog considering that everybody seems to assume they will not have Giannis for at least part of this series, if not the majority of it. In the series, the uh, Bucks open up as a underdog of minus 180 on William Hill, Caesars Sportsbook. I think that is entirely, entirely fair. You know, I've been completely, it's hard to say this, completely underwhelmed by the Milwaukee Bucks this offseason. And in, in particular with Giannis, because think about this. We are talking about a two-time MVP that now seemingly is compared more to Chris Middleton as, as his teammate, who was a decent number two coming into the postseason, but somebody that clearly the Bucks 
would rather have the ball in his hands when it matters the most for he and Drew Holiday. Not that Giannis has played poorly. He hasn't played poorly, but what is clear is that Giannis only has a certain set of skills that are not going to really translate beyond uh, being a, a player who wants to be multifaceted. He's not a great shooter by any stretch. They beg him to shoot from the outside. He's not not a good free throw shooter. And I think in this postseason, even when he's been on the floor, that's been a big theme that, yes, he's capable of going up and putting out 35 if he has the right matchup inside. But will there be enough for him to be able to do otherwise? Will everybody else be able to pick up the slack? They have been so far but this is their biggest challenge to date because they're actually facing a team that's pretty healthy. And so it's a big challenge for Chris Paul and the Phoenix Suns as well. You look at Paul and what everyone has been talking about is his legacy. Chris, Chris Paul's in a very interesting position right now because the Phoenix Suns have come in And they have beaten the Lakers without Anthony Davis. They have beaten the Denver Nuggets without Jamal Murray. They have beaten the Clippers without Kawhi Leonard. And now they could potentially be facing the Bucs starting in game one tomorrow night without Giannis and Tedekumpo. So the word legacy always seems to come up around Chris Paul. Richard Jefferson weighed in on it on the Max Kellerman show last week. If we're doing the whole legacy talk in this, I think truly he's got to win it in order to surpass and to move up the ranks. Getting there is awesome. Would I put him above John Stockton? Would I put him above Jason Kidd? No, but we're talking about Chris Paul being in the same conversation as John Stockton, Jason Kidd, Isaiah Thomas, Magic Johnson. That's amazing. But I think winning a championship, winning multiple championships is really what gets you in there. But we all know that his skill level and his ability is on par with the great point guards uh, of all time. There's no getting around that. He's been absolutely amazing. And if you want to look at his incredible impact on the Phoenix Suns that maybe you wouldn't think would just be quantified in wins and losses, consider this. They added Chris Paul this offseason. They added Jay Crowder. And they moved on from Ricky Rubio. The Phoenix Suns had not made the postseason since 2010. Those were the only two changes in their roster. And they are going to the NBA Finals after having not made the playoffs for 11 consecutive years. That may speak more to his legacy than anything moving forward because of who he has played this offseason, but more importantly, who he hasn't played this offseason, who hasn't been on the floor. That overall accomplishment this year may speak greater to it, but I'm not so sure that the postseason can help his legacy. Maybe it can only hurt it. We'll discuss more on that in moments. Take your calls at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And also, why one of the greats who has accomplished everything he needs to accomplish and did it again this weekend, 
still continues to go, and I wonder why. Why? All of that coming right after this from our friends at ZipRecruiter. The football offseason is always wild. With all the trades, free agent signings, new coaching hires, teams have to be excited for the coming season. If you want to hire people that you're really excited about, team up with ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter's matching technology finds people with the right experience for your job and actively invites them to apply. No wonder four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. To try ZipRecruiter for free, just go to this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. Once again, ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Chris Paul and his legacy, how the postseason affects it. Does he get credit for it? Your calls on that in moments. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. It's Chris Carlin in for Greedy on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Plus. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call ClickGranger.com or just stop by. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more More than than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Said a few moments ago that the Suns are the favorites, and the Bucks uh, are a minus or a minus one eighty by accident. I meant plus one sixty. The Suns are a minus one eighty favorite in the series from Caesars William Hill. Chris Carlin in for Greeny at eight 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 say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. What's on your mind? It's brought to you by My Computer Career. Training for a better life. So let's hit some calls at 888-SAY-ESPN on the legacy of CP3. Mike in Dallas is going to start us off this segment. Mike, what's going on, bud? How are you? Good morning. Um, 
why I don't understand why people are questioning his legacy because um, nobody questioned LeBron. I mean, um, Kawhi's legacy when he beat a depleted uh, Golden State Warriors team. I think his legacy will be sealed when he wins this championship. We're defining depleted. You still on Golden State had what? You still had Clay and you still had Steph Curry, but they did lose. We obviously know that they lost Durant. Clay also hurt himself in that championship series. You remember he tore his he tore his uh, knee. Oh, that's right. Knee up. You're right. You're you are correct about right. that. You're right. Yeah. So I mean, nobody questioned Kawhi when he won his his legacy at all. So I think Chris Paul deserves everything that comes with this championship. Yeah, I'm not going to take anything away from him. My only question, though, is are others are others going to look at this differently when you consider, Mike, and thanks for the call, that you're going through a bunch of teams that don't have superstar players. AD, not there for the Lakers. Jamal Murray, not there for the Nuggets. Kawhi, not there for the Clippers. You could actually argue that Chris Paul, if he loses this NBA Finals, can really only hurt his NBA legacy rather than help it all that much. People are still, unfortunately for him, and he can't control who he's playing, uh, unfortunately for him, people are still going to look at it a little bit differently considering who's out there and who's not. Alexi in Baltimore is next on Greeny on ESPN Radio. Alexi, what's up? Hey, man, good morning. How you doing? Good, how are you? Um, yeah, I think I think Chris Paul actually deserves more credit this, uh, this playoff run because he didn't join a super team, and he kind of got accidentally thrown into the situation with the whole Oklahoma City thing. I think it's really impressive uh, what he's done. He's just going through the, the teams that are in front of him, and I don't think it'll hurt his legacy. I think if he pulls this off, uh, people will look back on it uh, a little bit more special, kind of like that Kawhi uh, championship in Toronto. Yeah, you know, listen, they might look at it a little bit more special. Where they should be giving the proper credit here, and thanks for the call, Alexi, is the fact that um, he has elevated this team that wasn't even a playoff team a year ago with minimal other changes in terms of personnel and has brought them to this level to get to the NBA Finals. If you think about it, that's absolutely remarkable. Who else has been able to do that? Chris Paul takes you to that next level, but as somebody described to me last week, he has almost become like the NBA player version of Marty Schottenheimer. You're immediately going to be better, and you're going to be respectable, and you're going to get to another level, but are you going to be able to get over the hump? Well, this year, if he doesn't, boy, that may really cause people to look at him differently, which might be unfair, but it might also be fair because as well as the Suns have played, you do have to factor in that these teams have not had their other stars with them. about Tommy in Kansas City next on Greeny on ESPN Radio? Tommy, what's up? Hey, buddy, man. Like I said, I'm I'm a Clippers fan. Uh, I joined the Clippers Nation whenever Chris Paul and Blake and DeAndre were there. So I can totally get behind Chris in this. So, I mean, go Suns. I hope they give the bus the run for the money. Look, I think the Suns are in great shape to win a championship here. And that's the other thing, too, is that 
obviously Vegas and everybody believes that we're not going to see a whole lot of Giannis in this finals, or at least for the first couple of games. Who knows how that's going to play out with game one tomorrow night. But if they are such a heavy favorite at this point, nobody seems to expect to see them. And with that being the case, it's going to be a disappointment if the Suns don't win a championship now. Speaking of championships, Joey Chestnut, what's left, King? What is left for you to prove? You are at the top of the mountain. 76 hot dogs yesterday. 76. Has there been anybody more dominant in their I mean, he's, he's blowing Brady away at this point in his sport versus everybody else. Nobody else is remotely close. So it makes me think, what continues to drive you, Joey? What pushes you to be this great and to continue to be this great when you have nothing left to show us? For Alexander wept as there were no more worlds to conquer. Yeah, that's Hans Gruber from Die Hard. But you get the point. When he looks out across it, how does Joey even feel like there's anything left for him to do? Social media, a major problem for one of the NFL's young stars. It's next, Greeny on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Greeny, the podcast. You can get more from Greeny live weekdays at noon Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN News. And don't miss Greeny on Get Up every morning at 8 Eastern on ESPN. Greeny, the podcast. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.